Sonia, thank you for joining us. Let's start off by talking about Inveris having a busy few years. You are the COO. Tell us about your day-to-day -day and really about the undertaking of the position and with the company. Yes, no, it has definitely been very busy. <laughs> Um, but a lot of that really, the, the industry is very dynamic. Um, and so there's been a lot going on um, across energy generally and certainly within our company too. Um, quite a bit of that has been due to acquisitions that we've done, um, which always is a lot of extra work and, and new people and extra growth coming in, but also organic growth too as we've continued to develop our product lines. And uh, it's been an interesting journey for me. I started with the company in 2014. I came in as a product manager, oh, wow. which I loved. And, uh, and it was great because I got to meet the people from the ground up. I got to learn how our products were developed and, and all the weeds of the data um, from the very beginning. And so that's been a great foundation as I have been promoted and, and taken on more responsibility to be able to have those, those roots within the company. And it's just been really neat. We've had a lot of leadership changes. Um, so there's been new colleagues for me to work with and that's been exciting as well. I have a wonderful team, you know, and that's really who helps me um, accomplish what we, what we need to do. And as a group, um, as the leadership team, there's a lot of trust and respect with each other. And that's really important to me. Um, the organization at this point has over 1,200 employees across wow. the globe. And so we have to be in good alignment with good communication and a lot of trust and respect um, in, in order to be able to make, make that happen. And with that foundation that you have now and, and looking at your career now, can you tell us, you know, looking back, what actually motivated you to get into the industry and what keeps you here? Yes, so my background is energy finance. So I feel like everyone comes to Inveris because they're passionate about something. They might be passionate about technology. They might be passionate about customer service and support. Um, my passion is energy. Um, I find the, the whole industry really fascinating. The technology especially is just mind-blowing mm -hmm. to me. Um, and oil and gas is, I think, the most complex, but really I've learned all of it from nuclear, hydro, renewables, um, coal, all of it is really a fascinating interconnected value chain. Um, I was trained as an economist and the interesting thing about energy is the global aspect of the business and how something that's happening over in Midland, Texas is gonna be influencing pr prices across the globe and influencing a supply chain you know, over in Asia. And being able to track all those ripple effects is something that you know, I was trained to do as an economist and it's, it's what's very fascinating to me about the industry. Tanya, now can you talk about what has been your biggest challenge or risk with being a woman in the industry? Have you had any of those moments that you found particularly challenging? Yes, uh, there's certainly been a lot of interesting experiences as a female in the, in the energy industry. There's definitely the stereotype around being in situations and not being heard or sometimes not even feeling like you were seen. Um, when I worked at the University of Texas, uh, at one point, I went to a lot of different meetings with alums in the energy industry, and I went with one of my colleagues who was a PhD, mm -hmm. and he eventually even started noticing it, that um, everyone would direct their conversation to him, and I, I felt like they just viewed me as the girl that made coffee or something. Mm. Uh, so he started proactively introducing me differently and making sure that you know I was brought along into that conversation, which I really appreciated. Uh, and, and one of my <laughs> very first speaking engagements in the energy sector 
was to the Interstate Natural Gas um, Pipeline Association. And I went to this event, and I was probably in my early 30s. I was 20 years younger than everybody else. Um, and I counted, because I was, I was kind of dumbfounded. There were 300 men in the, in the room and 10 women. And I was <gasps> speaking, so they put this huge like purple badge on me, speaker badge. And yeah. I felt like I could just see all these men looking at me and being like, what is she gonna talk about yeah. <laughs> to all of us? Uh, but it was a great event. They wow. were super welcoming and, and the talk went well. So it was a, ended up being a really positive experience, but it was a little surprising to me when I first walked in the room. Unsure of what was going to happen in the beginning. Mm -hmm. With knowing that and looking back, do you have advice for younger professionals, younger women trying to find their place in the industry and just kind of get their footing and move forward? Yes, yes. So a couple things there. One, one lesson I've always tried to live by and, and tried to instill in, in younger folks, men and women, is to really step outside your comfort zone. If you are, are really comfortable and feeling like you are in control of everything mm -hmm. on your job, you are probably not learning as much as you could be and you are probably not pushing the envelope and stretching your limits. And it's not until you step outside your comfort zone and really push that then you really start to see progress in your career. And it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It is not easy, um, but it's definitely something that I, that I recommend um, to, to colleagues. And the other thing I would say to, to women in this industry is yes, sometimes it's hard feeling like you're not heard or you may not have as much of a voice, but there is a, a silver lining that sometimes you're the one that's more memorable. So from a networking standpoint, if you're in a room full of men and you are male, it's much harder to stand out. If you are one of the few females, people remember your name, they remember who you are, and they want to hear your story a little bit more sometimes. So. There, there sometimes is a, a positive to it. I like hearing that positive. What about mentors? How, how do you view mentors and the importance of that for anyone, really, men or women, but in the industry as well? Yes, I am a big fan of mentors. Um, I think you need a collection of them, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and, and again, like you said, for men or women, really. And I have mentors who, um, you know, certain individuals that I go to for knowledge about energy specifically. Okay. Um, others who I go to for assistance um, when I have difficult decisions to make as a manager and leader of people. Um, others that I go to for parenting advice, right? So <laughs> I think it's, it's important to have, find experts whom you trust and mm -hmm. respect in different subject, with different subject matter expertise. And, and mentorship, a lot of times, it's great if a company has an established program and you can plug in easily, but I always tell folks too, the, the onus is on you. Mm -hmm. And if you are reaching out and asking someone for help, it's very rare that they'll say no. They don't have 30 minutes to talk and give you advice or be a sounding board. Um, so it's, it's something to really take charge of for yourself mm -hmm. too, in addition to seeking out you know, more established programs. Speaking up for yourself, so to speak. Yes, that's right, that's right. <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about your feelings behind being part of this dynamic group of women. You're very deserving of this for the 25 influential women in energy. That, but then also, can you talk to us about the importance of events and programs like this that you see for the industry? Sure, uh, I have to admit I was so flattered and honored to be selected. I, I remember last year reading through all the bios of the women who had been selected in, in, in the magazine. And um, 
I was just blown away by their accomplishments. Incredible. And so there's definitely a feeling of, I don't think I really deserve <laughs> this. Um, uh, but I'm, I'm excited to meet these other accomplished women in the, in the industry and hopefully build on my friendships with them um, and, and hear more about their stories and what they've done, as well as get their advice. I'm always, always interested to see how other women handle different situations, handle being a parent, handle, you know, having a team that's dispersed around the globe and how do you, how do you um, deal with communication? Uh, so different things where I'd, I'm, I look forward to learning from them. And I know for Heart Energy, we're thankful to be able to bring all of the women as cloning yourself together to highlight that within the industry, but also so the rest of the world can see that too. Yes, yeah, it's important for me. I have three girls. Oh, wow. And of course I want them to feel like the, the world is their oyster mm -hmm. and they can go do anything. So it's important to me um, that I am a good role model for them um, and that we have open dialogue too about the different choices that you have to make and, and how mm -hmm. to think about a career and, and the options in, ahead of you. So I'm very thankful to, to Hart for this award, but more broadly for taking the time and effort and putting all this meaning behind recognizing women in the energy sector. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story with us and congratulations on this well-deserved honor. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. And for Heart Energy, I'm Jessica Morales.